0: My name's Timmy Boyle, the OJ, the suit, the socks, the legend. The Hold the Phone Podcast with Tessa.
1: And so you are, right? You are the legend. I am the legend. Tess. Oh my gosh. Since you started off with that, the OJ, the socks, the suit, uh-huh. or is, is, I don't know, is there a particular order for that? Did I say it wrong?
0: Uh, well, if you work from the bottom, then it's the socks, <laughs> the suit, the OJ, okay. the legend. Yes. So yeah, it all depends on where you want to start. I don't think there's a left to right. Okay. Um, then it will be kind of the OJ and then the suit, the socks, the legend, all in one line. So it gets good. Yeah. Okay.
1: So. so is it, is this something that happens every time? Like every time you're on stage, this is like your shtick? Is it... A thing
0: well, I wouldn't call I, it a shtick, no, it's, okay. it's 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 who I am, it's who you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I perform, uh, I perform in a full suit, okay, um, with my wool work socks and drinking out of a glass of orange
1: juice. Is there a specific kind of suit? Is it the same suit every time? It's a
0: suit from Freeds of Windsor. I'm giving them a shout out right oh, now, they, okay. uh, they have hooked me up. Do you have uh, a
1: partnership with them because you need to get on that?
0: Uh <laughs> let's just say we have we have we've had lots of conversations and they've they've treated me very well so okay. Fred's of Windsor I would full, fully recommend. Okay. Um yeah so that that's that's the suit that I that I wear. All right. Um and then uh, the socks are always the uh, uh the Kodiak gray red lines along the top. Mm -hmm. It's the only socks that I own. So I I wear those everywhere. Okay. And then the glass of orange juice is, uh, it can, it can be back and forth, but Hey, I'm open for a OJ sponsor.
1: Oh yeah. So
0: whoever comes in first, that's the brand that I will always drink from that point on.
1: Okay. All right. Do you have a favorite or it doesn't really matter? As long as it's no pulp. Oh, okay. I do like Tropicana. Okay. But
0: Oasis up here in Canada, <laughs> if I, I uh, just I want to give a shout out to them, okay. too.
1: <laughs> all right. And so what's the reason behind all of that? I well, mean, you, that? I mean, I mean, I know I kind of like read up on it a little bit, but I'm like, I want to hear it from from you. What? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Personally.
0: OK, well, let's let's start the when I when I first started um When I first started full-time comedy, my brand being Upstanding Comedy, Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to reflect back to a generation previous. Uh, So Bob Newhart, uh, Jack Benny, uh, Dean Martin, those were my idols. Those were the guys that I watched growing up. Mm -hmm. Um, And they always would perform in the suits. And so I very quickly kind of put a suit on as my thing to, to kind of separate myself from the, not there's anything wrong with the, the look, but I wanted to separate from the, the brick wall, ripped jeans, t-shirt kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, and so the suit came just simply from trying to bring back that little bit of class, that, mm-hmm. that era. Right. Um, the glass, glass of orange juice came along. Um, I used to drink orange juice on the road. It used to be an orange juice ginger ale mix that was called a T-boy. Okay. Um, I named it after myself, um, but uh, I because I would get worn down on the road, and so the the ginger ale and the um, the vitamin C would be that boost. Mm-hmm. But then I just started to drink it on stage out of the glass, and that was an homage to Dean Martin, who often performed with a drink in his hand, um, which uh, okay. mine is purely um a virgin cocktail yeah um and then now I very rarely even drink out of it people have said you didn't even touch it it's like now it's 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 more branding (laughs) than anything so I'm known with the yeah so I have my orange juice glass and then um the socks came uh haphazardly um I had wanted to change my brand up a little bit Mm -hmm. had I always wore I didn't I never wore a a tie and I always kept my top call my top collar open because I always thought you know Timmy Boyle should have a little bit of a Just a little something open there, just, you know, so it wasn't completely closed. So I put the tie on and I felt completely uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So right before a show, literally 10 minutes before a show, I was with Matt Falk and uh, I just bought these new shoes. And uh, I've never, I've never worn out, worn them. I I kicked them off. I didn't even put them on. And I walked on the stage just with my wool socks and I could hear people in the crowd go, he's got no shoes. (laughs) And right away, I was like, that's a victory right there. That is a win. And so I don't I don't mention the socks. I don't mention the orange shoes. And it just becomes this, the people that come at the end of the show, they have all these questions. It's a great brand and an and, yeah. and engagement method. Yeah. I was
1: going to ask you, how do people, re- I mean, you probably, you don't have to do anything. You just go out on stage and there's auto- automatically a reaction, right? But is it? Consistent? Is it yeah, always it's, different, it's, or pre- it's, it's
0: pretty consistent? <laughs> pretty much, uh, pretty much any show I do, um, you will you will have a handful of people going, "He's got no shoes," or "Is he drinking orange juice?" It's just imme- it immediately it's a <laughs> sign it's a sign of wonder. And at the end of the show, even last night's show that we just did, someone came up right away and going, "Ah." Uh, you never mentioned the socks. So they, they, they rides them the entire night yeah. just wondering what's the deal. Yeah. And I found in this industry, um, comedy is so subjective that at the very least, even if somebody leaves a show and doesn't like what you do mm-hmm. as a performer – you at least want to make sure that they don't forget who you are.
1: Yeah, and
0: yeah. and the socks, the orange juice, and the suit definitely uh, make people remember <laughs> Timmy Boyle.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's like you have. There's many layers, so even if you're bombing on stage, they'll remember you. No it's actually problem.
0: only one layer, but <laughs> well,
1: okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you too because you have a book. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's called Inside Timmy's Mind.
0: Yes. All right. Yeah. And Enter at I, your own risk.
1: Right. There you go. So can you tell me a bit about that, how that started and what like kind of what it's about, really? Yeah. You know,
0: um, there are some people in my life who would say that uh, that writing is my strongest element, which makes me offended um, when I <laughs> perform live as for a living. But yeah. um, I was just writing a blog. I just wanted to get some creative juices going. And I uh, was just writing this blog that no one was reading, but it was just real. I had put, set up this thing to do um, an article sized New topic, piece of writing for a hundred days, so five days a week, mm-hmm. um, over twenty weeks, and from that it was just it was a little, just a, it was probably the most creative time I've ever had. But in that process, I had entered one of those pieces of writing into a, a comedy contest or into a writing challenge, and I won the challenge. And then I entered a couple more of them into this challenge, and I climbed up really quickly, quickly enough that a um, a uh, publisher. Um, kind of sent me a message and said, I don't normally do this, but I want you to know that I've been watching your climb through this writing challenge mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I'd like to, you know, like to kind of be in touch. And then um, next thing I knew, uh, Deb Porter from Breath Air, Breath of Fresh Air Publishing in Australia, actually, um, said, uh, let's let's do some books and let's cool. start with the writings you already have. So this this creative process that I was on, Um, It wasn't even intending to be a book. And it was just a collection of different writings from me taking my family to Great Wolf Lodge to... Being sick, my job is a hall monitor in a church, to you know the things that I like and don't like, and so it was just, it's just, it's, it's got poetry in it, it's got timelines, it's got, it's, it's just all different methods and stuff, and I just feel real blessed that about po- the right person came across what I was doing, and uh, it does really well because a lot of comics sell DVDs, yeah, and so when they see a book on the table, um, people are pretty intrigued,
1: yeah, that's kind of cool. It's like a collection of like all different things that you do. It's not just one. Like it's all your like bits or whatever. It's just like, it's like a mix. And none, none of so the cool. stuff in
0: the book I actually bring to the stage. So yeah. it's I often tell people if if you you know, you can be if you can be a fan of everything that I do, that's great. But you know, maybe you're a reader and maybe you you like you know my writing but a lot of those stories never never touch the stage and and so maybe you're just a, f- a fan of what I do in the live thing or maybe you enjoyed the video work which I've been really lazy on um, over the last little while but I went to film and television mm-hmm. so that's really my favorite medium but it's just that you know live and then the book came through so I don't know I just try I just want to make people laugh through yeah. whatever medium that I can and the book has been a really good so there's supposed to be another one but uh, I haven't finished that one yet okay. but.
1: and you said you didn't have layers Come on.
0: <laughs> okay, I do. I do. <laughs> all right.
1: Um, and do you have, like, favorite bits that you like to perform? Like, is there something that you like the most out of... Yeah, like, I, like have perform- I like performing
0: other comics bits. Um, oh, okay. I like stealing those.
1: <laughs> are you a joke stealer?
0: Yeah, no, one of no. Those? no, 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 In fact, <laughs> one of the reasons why I try to make sure that all of my stories are um, are really personal accounts mm-hmm. is to try to combat that because the more personal you make your story, mm-hmm. like every, every comedian has like an airplane story, mm-hmm. but I try to make sure that, that I didn't just craft an airplane story, that it's a, it's a story that really happened to me. And I think that, that, mm. that really combats that ability to steal a joke because you can't steal a joke that, that is, comes from a real personal place. So at For least sure. it's more difficult to, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, so I try to do all, I, I'm always about um, trying to be as original as possible. I, I, I hit the stage. I do a lot of writing on stage. I'm not, okay. a note, I'm not a notebook guy. I don't write down my jokes. Mm-hmm. I go to the stage, something comes out on the fly when I'm dealing with the crowd. Okay. I'll make a mental note next time I go on the stage, I'll start to flush that out and then hopefully uh, you know you know along the way, I've crafted that into something and then it becomes a part of my set.
1: Cool. Very cool. Um, and you play at like, all different types of events, or... Yeah, yeah. And do you have a favorite type that you like, like a specific audience that you like more than others? Uh, one of
0: my favorite shows was uh, Four People in a Living Room in Peterborough. Um, it was oh, actually right. technically only three, because the one girl didn't laugh at all. So, um, But I enjoy... You know, what I enjoy most about, about what I do is um, every venue creates a really... Um, interesting vibe. Mm-hmm. So the, I don't think I have a favorite, but I've been I've been in churches, I've been in in the theater at theaters, I've been in schools, I've been in gymnasiums, I've been in living rooms. I have a picture of me online of me performing, sitting on a stool in my suit with my orange shoes beside someone's refrigerator. So I have Timmy's comedy house tour that I do, where I like to go into people's living rooms and mm-hmm. and stuff. And so cool. I just I just like to go where there's going to be a group of people that might possibly need. Uh, laughter. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what about that one girl who didn't laugh? Like, how does that make you feel when somebody's just stone cold, like they don't even?
0: I actually, like, I actually really enjoy it. Like, <laughs> i i i get I get really excited not about whether or not a show like going into a show going this could go really well. Uh-huh. I get excited about the fact that this could be the night everything goes sour. Like, there's something about the uh, the opportunity to fail every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, I believe that I wouldn't be doing it for as long as I've been doing it full time if I wasn't good at the craft. Right. But the beautiful thing about comedy is that because of its subjectiveness and that you can take some material one night into one room and get a standing ovation and the next night hear crickets, that, that, that dynamic is, is phenomenal Mm -hmm. to me. So I don't get phased though. If somebody doesn't, it doesn't laugh. Yeah. I know that not everybody's going to enjoy My job isn't to make everyone laugh. My job is to provide the opportunity for everyone to laugh. Whether they choose to or not is completely up to them. Yeah,
1: that's a good way to look at it. And you're Canadian?
0: I am Canadian, okay, yeah. Where, proud to be.
1: Where from exactly?
0: Uh, born and raised in Toronto. Oh, okay, um, perfect. Yeah, right Wonderful. down in the beaches. I had about four uh-huh. houses right right off Queen Street there. And then uh, took my family out to uh, the, the village of Stirling, Ontario. It's about 1,000 okay. people just north of Belleville. Okay. went out there to do radio and then uh, left radio eight months into that gig, but fell in love with the quiet town living. So that's awesome. where I am now. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, it's really nice to meet you and good luck on the tour. Thank and you. And where can people find you online?
0: Yeah, go to uh, The Real Timmy Boyle on Facebook and uh, Instagram um, and whatever other sources you can find me there. But if you Google Timmy Boyle, literally, that's what my business cards just have it now. Google Timmy Boyle, you'll find it. (laughs) Upstandingcomedy.ca. And we actually, um, if you're in Southern Ontario, uh, we have the Circuit Tour, which is uh, we have 70 shows, family friendly shows, 14 Mm -hmm. cities hosting five shows a year. Cool. Um have different headliners from all over North America. So if you're in Southern Ontario, you're seeing me a lot, but I'm an email away from going wherever you want to see clean comedy.
1: Yeah, House Party with Timmy Boyle. That's right. It's happening. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, awesome. Thanks so much. No, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs>